0: This is a honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey, everybody! This is Ted DiBiase, the Million dollar Man. You are listening to, and you're listening to, the Wrestler Review. Price. It's the podcast you asked at fuck. Fuck you. Fuck. Welcome to the Wrestle Review. I fucked this up. <laughs> I fucked up the, the intros. Fucked. Fuck. Fuck, fuck. You're fuck you. You're
1: done. You're done. Buddy. I'm not talking You're for the next fucked. hour.
0: The next hour is unimportant and unintelligible. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the XFL. What does the X stand for? It stands for X fuck you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So good. Um, we'll be. It's talking, ironic so basically... that the,
0: the XFL doesn't exi- Like only recently became existing again, and their name was the XFL, as in used to be a football league. That's very funny. I just realized that it used it's to be. So,
1: it's so funny, man. Wait a minute. That's what the X stands for now.
0: Yeah, because well, it used to be a football league. It does. it, well, it wasn't That's intentional, so funny. but it's not a football league, so it is an ex-football league.
1: So what we're going to do is, instead of doing the best and worst of the XFL, because I think that there's been enough documentaries that have covered, essentially the best of the XFL was the fact that the NFL could take a bunch of their filming techniques and merge them into the already NFL-ness of the NFL, and the worst mm-hmm. thing was Vince McMahon <laughs> thinking that football is like wrestling and he can just change the rules and doing a bunch of weird shit like guaranteeing you're going to see the strip the cheerleaders tits and then not being able to do that
0: i totally disagree the best thing about the the xfl is that it existed and it just shows that it shows that vince mcmahon there is no no in that man
1: it really does show that vince mcmahon is just like what like He does the Bob Costas interview that we will get to, but basically he's like, "Um, I'm a businessman and I take calculated risks. I'm what makes America amazing. And he really is, because he gave us not only Kamala, but he also gave us He Hate Me. And is there someone that's contributed more to American culture than him? I will not wait for the answer. I will say no,
0: John. No, he's No Holds Barred, the XFL... And the giant Gonzalez. (laughs) That's Vince McMahon. Do you understand how many songs about America he's responsible for being made?
1: Oh, my God. he! I would believe that he and Kid Rock have never been in the same room together. They are the same person.
0: Yeah, Kid Rock is just Vince McMahon toned down.
1: (laughs) But we got to start off with, here's how the XFL started. Vince McMahon uh, has freshly pretty much dispatched of wcw and ecw he now runs wrestling and he's on what would probably be described by doctors as a bipolar high
0: (laughs) so he he decides he's gotten everything he's ever wanted because not only is he he's beaten wcw but he's also in hollywood and show business he's considered the key to the 18 to 35 demographic so yes. In the year in the late 90s, it was all about as like streaming and everything was coming out. It was all about preserving the youth market. And like you have to understand the ratings that Raw's War was getting at that time. It was in like they were getting a 6.0. So, yes. of the televisions that were on. It's 6 million people. It's like or, No, no it's six, 6 it's
1: I don't know how the ratings work because it's not 6%, it's like it's a weird algorithm, but basically it's like if you're if you're getting a rating of six, you can pretty much multiply it by one and a half is how many people are watching it. So like nine point five million people were watching it.
0: Yeah, it's it's the, something one in twenty five
1: uh, people in America was watching wrestling. Yeah that's, that's one wh- one in twenty five television sets.
0: That's what it is, is one in twenty five television sets were watching it, and then you extrapolate from that how many millions of people yeah, were watching. That's like, insane insane amount of people were watching it and by the way the launch of the xfl and starting turning steve uh, austin heel literally evaporated all the power he had in hollywood like if he instead of had launched the xfl instead of that if he had gone with wwe films right then he would That's have been true. like he would have had the fast and the furious franchise for sure yeah <laughs>
1: I didn't even think of that.
0: Like, I did he, not even think of that. I only just thought of it now. If he had launched WWE films right then, like Harvey Weinstein would have taken him for dinner. He would have had a Kevin Smith action movie called, like, The Weed Bros, the smoking weed, the shooting guns. They come <laughs> in their girlfriends, no domes. And it stars, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and also a man dressed like stunning Steve Austin.
1: He would have had a subsection. He would also own the porno streaming market because he could have convinced a lot of those late oh 90s divas God, to do yeah. porn.
0: The just It'd just be sh- Sable showering? <laughs> it would have been. It for yeah. sure would have been. It would have been called Wet Sable. And it's just Rena
1: Rena <laughs> yeah. We talked about it in the Sable episode, but what a funny name. What a funny name for an attractive woman Rena is.
0: Yeah. It's so good. So fucking good.
1: So Vince McMahon, um, previous to to the XFL, had also tried to out and out buy the CFL after him trying to buy the Toronto Argonauts didn't work.
0: What also doesn't make any sense is why he thought he needed to make a football league. Like That is the one thing that no one has been able to explain to me. It just seems like one day he was just like, I've got to... Jim, like it seems like he's still going after Ted Turner because Ted Turner had shares in the Atlanta Falcons, and he's like, he hasn't sucked my dick yet. I'll just
1: tried to buy. <laughs> he tried to buy the Washington Redskins.
0: Great. Imagine if he owned the Washington Redskins. Imagine what that that mascot would literally have been stone cold oh stunned by like so many times.
1: No, no, no. If he would own the Washington Redskins, he would have changed it to a more racist name.
0: Yeah, the Washington, Can you imagine the Washington? they're dead because they're not people.
1: <laughs> they don't own land because they didn't earn it, yeah. Washington team.
0: Yeah, the Washington <laughs> don't look like me's and that's bad.
1: And then Tatanka would come out and give a speech about how they have to know the role and they don't deserve as many rights. Like, that would have been fucking atrocious. Um... So he tried to buy a CFL, and then a bunch of great stuff happens pre-Canadian oh, XFL. Let me just
0: quickly explain the CFL. The CFL is how you know you're in rural Canada because suddenly you see logos for that football league. It is the Canadian version of the football league. They use a weirder yes. shaped field, and they use one less down. It's where the Rock yep. played. They, for a time, had yep. two teams both called the Rough Riders. Yet they all use condoms. Yeah. Oh. oh. Um, no, two teams in an eight-team
1: league called the Rough Riders. Yeah, d- d- yeah that was the specify. best part.
0: There's eight teams. There's and eight they, teams, and both and called two the Rough named the Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah. Because fuck right. you, that's why.
1: And, <laughs> oh, why?
0: Because that's a good name. And by the way, my hometown Ottawa has had three different versions of a CFL team. They've had yeah. the Rough Riders. Then they had yeah, the the, ret- the Renegades. That some for some reason their uh, logo was a beaver wearing a hat. And, then, and now they have the Red Blacks because they're supposed to be yep. Lumberjacks.
1: And uh, also, uh, naming a team the Renegades, where literally everyone works for the government. Yeah, We're a renegade. We took one and a half weeks of vacation instead of two because I care about my country. I'm a renegade. Sometimes I don't wear a tie in the car. Then I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even switch into my car tie occasionally. Of course most times I do. Yeah,
0: of course I don't want people to know that I'm a badass. I just want them to assume <laughs> that I'm not. And sometimes I'll have a fresca and I'll put I'll put a little bit of non-alcoholic beer in it. Yeah, make sure sometimes sometimes, sometimes when I have a glass of wine, I don't put it in the appropriate glass. <laughs> mug wine. Um, speaking of someone who's never mug wine gates. never drank in wine because he considers that an affront to his masculinity, Vince McMahon's best go. friend or possible guy who knows Vince McMahon, Dick Ebersol, who is yeah. basically responsible for sports being the way they are on television, mm-hmm. and also co-responsible for Saturday Night Live, also a man who dresses whiter than any human being possible. Like, yeah. no matter the temperature, it's a fucking... It's a sweater with a duck on it, high-waisted khakis, and a loafer <laughs> with a like a,
1: a. He loves a loafer. It, this he, kid. It's
0: it, by the way, when he he finally got fired slash resigned and retired from NBC, this is how fucking uh-huh. crazy powerful that guy was. When they renovated his office it was a one man's office and they turned it into a studio and four offices that's
1: fucking amazing well because here's like you said he um he helped start saturday night live and another thing that is also just, not really talked about is how he revolutionized how wrestling is presented because yes. basically they did saturday night's main event and then dick Ebersol was like hey um you can't <laughs> we can't have something that looks like a legion and we're filming a darts tournament Mm. so can we get some cameras maybe not just one above the ring that and uh then the first and like light more than the first three rows of people who are spitting on whatever ethnicity you've
0: produced coming out of that aisle also make sure that the people in the front rows seem like people and not just dudes that go to truck stops but don't drive a truck (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah like, people look, who go to gas stations just for the smokes yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like the difference is look at wrestlemania 3 and WrestleMania like wrestlemania 1 is coming from madison square garden but it looks like it's being broadcast yeah. from your dad's friend who never had kids but hangs out sometimes his house and then wrestlemania 3 is like yeah. the crowd is lit there's huge sweeping crane shots there's celebrities everyone's in suits it's there's a certain gravitas to the whole thing. They're using celebrities as much as they can. Everything has a story. It's much more plodding along. And then of course there's uh, and then it like you know apexes with how wrestling is now, where it's like before there's even a crowd, there's four screens, and we got a screen that's around the ring, and the ring's a screen.
1: Yeah, and Dick Ebersall was for better or worse, and I mean it's a hundred percent better. Uh, the architect of that. Uh, some great stuff that came out before the XFL started, of course, was Vince McMahon's ask who his favorite football players are, Wahoo McDaniel and the Big Cat Ernie Lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like, yeah. Once again, that is like them being like, "Hey Vince, who are your favorite baseball players? Abe Knuckleball Schwartz and Pete Rose."
0: <laughs> like, Vince, who's your like... favorite football player now? Joseph Hanoi? It's Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: probably via Joseph Inouye, and John Cena.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed Dwayne Johnson's participation in the Calgary Stampeders as an alternate.
1: <laughs> as a guy who was confused as to what he was doing. Yeah, as a man... When do I get the sandwiches? to have
0: freesomes with cowgirls.
1: <laughs> so a bunch of people will wonder, like, how did the XFL, like, why did NBC invest in it? And basically it's because the Olympics... Uh, were broadcast out of Australia at that time, so no one fucking watched them. Plus, through the Olympics,
0: who watches the Olympics and why? In America, no one. In Britain, everyone, and not even the good of yes. Like they're like, oh, it's swim dressage. Excellent. We can drink to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, take take that, take that, you fucking, you fucking assholes. Good one. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, and uh, the W. So basically, the Olympics sucked. The NBC lost the NFL, and uh, yeah, like John said, the WWE owned eighteen to thirty-four market at the time. It's so funny looking back that it's like, oh, how are they doing it? It's like uh, tits and explosions, like literally just tits and explosions. Yeah, like like they just it was. They didn't ask the TV executives, and they were like, uh, this guy, this bald guy is gonna say fuck. And this uh, blonde lady is going to show her
0: hoots. Yeah, and then also, like, remember, Television. the idea of comedy in the Attitude Era was literally like, he's black, so we fucked an old woman. That's good, right? And everyone was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> when I was oh, younger. These two old men are going to get sh- literally shit upon by, and what's also weird is everyone sort of collectively woke up at WrestleMania 17 and were like, good God, that man, that man, that billionaire is making people touch their face to his butt. Good day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, literally, the comedy part of the show. At one point, they got so popular that they tried to make him a main event guy. Was a fat guy with a thong would rub his butt in people's face, and then the commentators would be like, "He has pink eye for sure."
0: Yeah, and man, and remember, <laughs> they would have. The he would have been a main event. He could have been WWF champion, no problem. But they made yeah. him a heel. If they made that, yeah. if that guy stayed being a babyface, he could have taken on Stone Cold Steve, Austin, like heel Steve Austin, no problem. Like and it would have been fucking great.
1: Yeah. The only thing they didn't do, which they would have done they should have done really, is Rikishi stink faces someone, and then somehow the guy's face is just covered in wet brown dripping stuff. You that would know have been for sure that they good. wanted to do that. And then he does it to gold stuff the gold dust, and it's just white in the middle of his pants. Like he's just fucking coming everywhere.
0: <laughs> he no gold dust then drowns from the cum that he made. He he cum so hard that
1: he drowns. <laughs> TKO Rikishi drowned in his own camp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon Vince worked is, on that technology. Like, oh, We need to figure out a way so someone could drown in their baby milk.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing. Vince's idea for the original XFL wasn't the worst thing in the world because it was like fusing reality TV and football. And the idea – the and, only thing is he by, basically
0: – Just quickly, the, uh, NBC no also had lost – the NFL. So the NBC had basically created yeah. and made the NFL, how it was presented, made it the fucking number one sport in America through its presentation, through having the best commentators, all that sort of stuff. They lost that at the same time. Um, the Olympics happened, really fucked that department, and they needed some sort of content to remind everyone. And they also had this giant crew that they now needed to employ force and would all lose their jobs. It's Dick Eposol's department. Vince McMahon holds this press conference. Keep in mind, this is what he does. He basically just holds a press conference and says, This is what we're doing with no TV time or anything allotted. He just says, in yeah. Like it's something crazy, like in a year we're doing it, and everyone's like, What? And he's like, Yeah, fuck you. And it's like, okay. Yeah, he
1: has a he has a helmet and a ball. That's it. He doesn't have any teams attached. He doesn't have any players, coaches, he has nothing. He has helmet and a ball. And he's like, We're fucking doing this. Also, I now am the character I play on television. Like, how, There's no one how long in the history of television. How long think he
0: thought that he was just going to have wrestlers play football? I guarantee he thought I, he's just going to have wrestlers play football.
1: He probably thought Billy Gunn would have been a quarterback. He's like, well, he's 6'5",
0: and look at his ass. He's the <laughs> ass man. Now he'll be the <laughs> he, What He What's loves second to eat ass. It's quarterback. What do you call the ass? It's the backside. He'll be perfect. <laughs>
1: But his original idea for the XFL I don't think was bad because... Check this out, John. uh, Let's put our serious hats for a second. If he hadn't stressed that like the football would have been as good as the NFL... Which is the fucking dumbest thing in the world. But if he hadn't stretched that... He's basically like, he wanted to fuse reality TV and pro football, which are the two top rated things other than pro wrestling at the time, so he fuses those things, and if you think about it, the worse the players are, the better the access you have to them, right? Because these dudes are just like dudes with day jobs, so like, they don't really give a shit that you're filming them take a shit or whip their dick out or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's, these are people that, that their dreams are crushed, so now Vince McMahon very smartly found a group of men that it's like, ah... to participate in this league you're gonna have to kill on television. <laughs> and they're like, yeah that's fine yeah i killed a bunch of kids when i was a so much when i was when i was the lead <laughs> quarter back at auburn i was the number one quarter
1: when i was the number one quarterburger, you fucking idiot i didn't
0: say that you said it shut up
1: uh yeah, that, how much of Vince McMahon's business is predicated on the fact, like, I noticed you're sad, <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> and then he that. just throws a wad of, throws a wad where the outside are twenties, but the inside are clearly weird coins that aren't even currency, and he's like, "You'll do this for that."
0: <laughs> I think. Well, it's different now. Now that he's super old, and he's the sad one because he's, I think, realized that he's never going to be. Harvey Weinstein, which is what he clearly has always wanted to be as a giant media mogul, he's probably the sad one. Yeah. Also, by the way, when the Me Too movement comes to the WWE, we are going to see heads roll like you could not even imagine.
1: Oh, buddy, it's going to be the top down. Legit, the only person left might be... Like, it might be just Howard Finkel booking TV. Yeah.
0: No, it'll be Howard Finkel and Declan McMahon. That's
1: when... uh... Yeah, man. The Me Too movement, like the Lita wearing the Time's Up thing at the Rumble, it's like, I'm surprised. Vince had to. He was like, whatever that is. And then he probably found out what that meant and fired Lita. It's like, I don't need that stuff in my company.
0: We have an HR department, which is a bucket full of my shit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah if you haven't been sexually harassed HR will do that for you yeah. that's yeah. what the HR department of WWE you? does
0: of course okay. you've been harassed you're a woman and you're a
1: I would, I would believe that the HR department is just the Steiners they <laughs> they come in you have a complaint and then they take a shit and then they put your nose so close to their shit and then they're like complaint filed big bad but I, I think you are right,
0: but I think before it's it's Scott Steiner who still thinks he's cutting a promo and Rick Steiner's yeah. just trying to sell you real estate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rick Steiner. No, Rick Steiner's uh isn't he like a isn't he a
0: high school coach or something? I, who cares? I think he does that as well, but he's also a real estate agent. Either way, if he's a high school coach, I'm not listening to that man at all. Uh, you gotta climb the rope. Hey, didn't you almost break a man's neck and then claim to be the ugliest man in the world? Oh, 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 <laughs>
1: Or the best thing, we will do a Rick Steiner episode, because there's so many good layers. The fact that he was he was basically the original Eugene, and then he got so over, they were like, I mean, I guess he's just fine. Yeah. Now here's your new character, you think you're a dog. Oh, um,
0: Rick Steiner, didn't you fuck a woman so bad she became evil?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, 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 yo. So what we're going to do is, we're going to go over some of the rules, the new rules that the XFL tried to start, and then we're going to take a break quickly here. Uh, cause Dilly got a pee pee. Um, oh, 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 so oh. here we go. Uh, my favorite one. Let's start at the top. The best one is the cheerleaders can date the players.
0: That's great. I'm gonna throw this out there. The fact that they made that a rule is really uncomfortable. Yeah, because you think and I'm sure they, the lawyers negotiated what that original that original rule was like. Uh, after every Q, uh, after every quarterback, we just see labia. <laughs> Every time there's a point conversion, <laughs> three, three cheerleaders literally eat each other's assholes. Like, and they're like, "This is yeah, this is NBC, Vince. It- you can't do that." And he's like, "Well, it'll be May young, and she has to."
1: <laughs> Vince was watching TLC, and there was some weird program on gynecology at 2 a.m. And he just called up. He called up Pat Patterson and yelled that, but shaved. <laughs> and then he and then he had to explain backwards what that meant. And that's how the cheerleader thing was come up. With. Yeah, Vince
0: McMahon, very, Vince McMahon. lost his remote control, so every time we turned on the TV, it was just the Red Shoe Diaries. And he was like, "We'll do that, but with hitting." <laughs>
1: um, yeah. And then they can date the players. And I'm sure the way he explained that originally was "can date." Well, the words were originally "must fuck." Yeah, no. So
0: bracket, <laughs> no fuck. choice. They must have semicolon. Women are not people. Comma, Vince McMahon. Close I'm
1: not only going to say this because I watched the movie recently, but I guarantee part of the idea for the original XFL was Vince McMahon saw the Truman Show and thought that was not like a weird dystopian future. He thought, that's a great idea. <laughs>
0: How concerned do you think the staff of the WWE get when he says, I'm going... They get real.
1: Because remember when he watched The Dark Knight Rises and everyone was the Joker for a bit? Like, Edge was the Joker... Uh, Rey Mysterio was the Joker. I just want to like say, they had like the Joker is not Jokers. in Dark
0: Knight Rises. He's just in the Dark Knight, you fucking idiot. Oh, sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I have to hand in my fucking never fuck two chicks at the same time card. Oh, wait. I have. So I haven't seen. You have seen the movie. No, I have. It that's was where good. you met those two yeah, of chicks course I have. that were
0: dudes. You had sex with two dudes, ha, ha, ha. which is totally fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah, that's great. I'm fine with it, but you're not fine with it. You you referred to no, it as. I am. No, that's not what you said. You were like. Oh, no, I go against the Bible, which I believe in.
1: No, I had a beret on, and uh, I was in France, so I was just doing what
0: I could to blend in with the culture, John.
1: Wow, you just... And then I had a bunch of baguettes.
0: That's not the word... You, that's similar to the word that you used to refer to those gentlemen, but it wasn't... It didn't start with a B.
1: <laughs> You're a nerd, buddy. Um, come back, so homophobe.
0: Here's, What's it like to love Trump? You love Trump.
1: No, I don't. All right. In euchre, in euchre, I do. I play I a lot of Euchre, I and I love having Trump. You. I fucking hate you. So fucking cool. Here's something fun. Uh, the scramble for the ball. So basically, uh, yes. the way every also known as football the, game starts.
0: The human coin toss. By the way, this invention yep. proves to me Vince McMahon has hunted a human for sport.
1: So we do have a lot of listeners in England, and this is a pro wrestling podcast. So forgive me for explaining this quickly, but... The way every American football game starts is uh, you flip a coin and then the winner of the coin, one team guesses it in the air. Usually the away team guesses it in the air, heads or tails. If the away team wins, they guess heads. Uh, They get to choose whether they want to defend a specific end of the field if it's very windy that day or they choose if they want to kick the ball to start the game or receive the ball, so they start on offense, and then in the second half, they will start uh, on offense or defense as opposite of that, and uh, they eschewed that rule in the XFL because they wanted to start the game a different way, and uh, this is like a week before the opening game. Um, Michael P.S. Hayes came up with the scramble, which must have been terrifying.
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, Vince, uh, last night uh, me and a couple of fellows were doing some coke, and we were trying to figure (laughs) out uh, who was going to finish the coke, and so we all just fucked each other. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, guaranteed it was like, yeah, Michael P.S. Hayes, they threw cocaine on the ground. Michael P.S. Hayes threw cocaine on the ground. Terry Gordy and Buddy Lee Roberts (laughs) fucking... Uh,
0: scrambled for it, and he was like, "Wait a minute,
1: football!" And then that's how he came up with it. Just, it was like, him, Bruce Pritchard, and Brian Gowers. It's weird it's that terrifying. Vince
0: McMahon, who's a man who is so obsessed with cleanliness and not having germs in control, employs a man who I can only imagine has made eggs with a base of Jägermeister. Like his drink of choice <laughs> is Jägermeister <laughs> on the rocks. What kind? Yeah, and he's of an fucking old man, maniac. In the, oh. You know that thing you drink in university and figure out is for fucking idiots? Give me that in a glass with ice. So good.
1: He's so good. But that's how they come up with it. So basically all the pro wrestling staff are still working on this, even though Vince said there will be separate companies. Of course, flash forward to 2018 when they make the announcement the new XFL is starting and they've done the exact same fucking thing. And then the boring ones are that there's nicknames on the back of the jerseys, um, which some people... Like, that's putting a lot of faith in how, like, fun football players are. Which they are not. What's your nickname? Dave. Uh, My name's Tom, so my nickname's Tommy.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. Can we not put that? Can we put Big Dick T? No. No, (laughs) No, I'm a Christian.
0: Yeah. I'm a type of Christian that doesn't acknowledge the penis. (laughs) I take salt. My nickname
1: be, I don't have one of those. I take salt
0: (laughs) pills so that the weakness water that you sinners expel from your... Sin hoses just comes out of my eyes.
1: <laughs> and then the boring ones are that there were no field goals, so every after every touchdown, you just have to try for a two-point conversion. And um, the referees must fuck me. Oh, and the way it was uh, the way it was explained, there was no f- fair catches, so like people. Basically, it's like, you know how a bunch of football players have killed their wives because they have CTE? Uh, Vince McMahon was like, we need football that's actually more violent. I was like, <laughs> I really wish. How about this? One team gets helmets and one team doesn't, and they switch quarterly.
0: <laughs> one player on every team just has a pipe.
1: <laughs> one team has knives, the other has helmets. No one's protected. You can steal the knives.
0: <laughs> yeah and there's and during the million dollar game one referee has a gun and is on angel dust <laughs> <laughs> both
1: teams have to wear <laughs> devil
0: uniforms
1: the, it's going to be a
0: fun one the brainstorming session at titan tower must be ma- like if they're in a situation where there's no no, you just throw out ideas. Like I guarantee Vince McMahon is like, "We get Brooke Hogan and I kill her and say you owe me." Money.
1: <laughs> um, that, yeah, that would have been so funny. Buff Bagwell has to play with no pads <laughs> after the first Nitro he was on. That would have been amazing. Um, so we're gonna take a break right now. Brock
0: Lesnar versus <laughs> an entire team of children. <laughs>
1: Um, So we're going to take a break right now, and then we're going to get into actually what happened once the XFL started
0: Ah, right after this. Here's the idea for the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. One hour of me just fucking Kelly Kelly, and we call it (laughs) You're Welcome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Back after this, a breeze. Get me, Kelly.
0: Kelly Oh, it's time for our break to have a break. Break, everyone's breaking. We're broken. Yeah, not like Matt Hardy, because nice. we're not paying impact any money. Yay, go to patreon.com wrestler review. There's a backslash in there, and give us some fucking cash, you fucking shits, so you can decide what wrestler we review next, or to pay us enough money to get a Barry Darso tattoo. Only one of us will do that, because the other one already has given his body for stupid ideas. Now enjoy the rest of the episode, and if you don't, shut up your
1: fat. Patreon.com backslash Wrestler Review. Please
0: give us so much money. Don't fucking correct my commercial. We're back. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: I emptied my dick. I emptied my dick. It has no pee in it. Just that's blood. That's it
0: works. Just blood and pus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, Dylan. It was all blood. All blood and piss.
0: That's how, uh, that's how the NBC executives referred to the XFL when it played. All blood and piss. <laughs>
1: uh See, XFL season starts. He immediately has challenged the NFL. Yeah, what? Well, He's like, again. it stands for the No Fun League. And the NFL's like,
0: No, it doesn't. What the fuck is happening?
1: <laughs> and here's the, something we have to explain. We have to explain how big wrestling was. We touched on it. If you're young, you don't really realize like, people who didn't like wrestling also liked wrestling then. Like, like anyone could like wrestling. Steve Austin was
0: offered his own detective show. Where he. That what? Yeah, did you not know this, that he was, it was a spin-off no. of Nash Bridges? Because he played... A, oh, yeah,
1: I remember that. Jake Cage. Jesus Christ, I remember Nash Bridges. Um, Jake
0: Cage. <laughs> <laughs> was his name? It was Jake Cage, which is so un- Jesus Christ. annoying to say. He was offered his own like primetime mystery show for an hour.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: With a season commitment, so they would get 24 episodes, and it was better for him to uh stay wrestling then do that
1: well good god damn who has the amulet oh god <laughs> 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 i'm going over here looking at these son bitches they got a goddamn map to an amulet i goddamn can't find the thing ah, you better
0: give me that gimmick's it called and
1: then he turns toxicology to the screen, if you want me to find the amulet give me a hell yeah yeah pause <laughs> i'll find the amulet then because i assume you said
0: hell yeah yeah uh mr uh mr austin you have to stop stone cold stunnering the pas well listen up son <laughs> That's the bottom line. Well, goddamn, son. Like, okay, there. it's unsure what the algorithm of how much money you get off WWE merchandise. It's anything between it's half and half to 5%, depending on who you talk to, of how much the actual... I'm
1: sure that it's... Now I would assume it's closer to 5%, but back then when, like they Vince McMahon was giving Stone Cold a uh, thank you very much I'm a man again money uh I'm sure it was closer to 50-50 cuz Stone Cold Steve Austin at that point also didn't need it's also why you've touched on this actually on the show but why they're weird about making people out and out stars again which sounds bizarre but like Stone Cold had so much power that they don't want a guy that big again because if he goes to another wrestling company, then automatically that company is made.
0: To the point that Steve Austin um, did. The, okay, I don't know if you've seen it, but in Raw 25, they wouldn't let him get on the microphone because apparently he was so pissed off with the format of the show, and then he just made them do an interview for WWE.com where he's just like, gotta get on the mic. This is Like basically criticizes the show, and he's still such a big star. They were like. Well, put it on the internet, I guess.
1: Yeah, they have to take it. They have to take it. And he's not, like, that big of a team player like John Cena is, where John Cena was brought up just in that system, essentially.
0: Yeah, like, John Cena is... Like, I guarantee John C- So Vince McMahon has a rule with all of his champions. You have to call him every day. What? Yeah.
1: That's that's the funniest thing. So I've That's ever. one of the things
0: CM Punk refused to do it. It's
1: just a weird power... Yeah, it's a weird
0: power move, for sure. And uh, John Cena, I guarantee, still calls Vince McMahon every day. And it's just like... Hi, Vince. I just want to let you know I'm in my cigar room that you sort of bought me. Ah, good. Send me another one of those. A picture of your wife's tets.
1: <laughs> those are my Ah,
0: uh, They're fake, and I bought them.
1: <laughs> so, the XFL opens with a huge number because there's a huge curiosity factor because half the people thought, no one really thought it would be what it was, which is kind of some pro wrestling sizzle with just kind of like people who aren't used to playing with each other you know Mm -hmm. because like none of these teams got a preseason so like they're not it's not nfl level talent and they're not used to playing with each other so it's a lot of bad football and like a lot of people thought it would be like it's the new york enforcers versus the la rage oh my god uh chicago has attacked new york now it's chicago versus la like people thought it would be pro wrestling like which it should our have a about to score a t- it absolutely yeah. should well, have it, been. a team is about to score a touchdown and then someone blasts a dude with a chair in the back
0: that would have been great the coach just switching teams he's wearing a fucking windbreaker for the fucking las vegas shenanigan boys and then he reveals it to be part of <laughs> Realized he was on the side of the the new york we pay our taxes we're real people's <laughs>
1: But like that's the huge curiosity factor of like what this was going to be. Like I think it was like fifty-six million people watched it at the start, and then it trailed off to fourteen at the end because people think about, were like
0: think about how many people. Yeah, oh, they dro- there's they no, dropped like, something like 30 live views death. in the length of a game. Like which is the exact yeah. opposite of how sport usually sports build, and you get a huge spike at the very end. Which yeah. is why they rush to then put programming on right after so that they can get that rating. Yeah, but it's like. By the way, the whole structure of it really lent you to think that because the commentators were Jim Ross, Jerry Lolly, Jesse Ventura, and a guy yeah. who looks like he was bullied by JBL.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had one guy who had done sports broadcasting before. He now works a lot, Matt Veskursion, but he had done like regional sports announcing before. And then they had Jim Ross, who actually has done football games in the past, and Jerry the King Lawler, who has a lot in common with football players and that he harasses women. <laughs> That's it. That's where it ends. Yeah. He's slow-drived by a woman who said no's house. That's the most he has in common with any football player. Yeah, he
0: has this in common. When he goes to a strip club, shots are set off, but his are only in his pants because of it's his dick. And he's looking at a photo of the stripper's daughter.
1: <laughs> he's ordering a water, and everyone's making him sit at the back because they're pretty <laughs> sure he's jacking off in there. Yeah.
0: No, no. They're all, they, can, they literally – you can hear the flap flap over the music. It's aggressively loud.
1: <laughs> so in the second week, ratings are down, uh, and they go off the air for two minutes during a game. Like, they forgot to bring gas for the generators – And, like, Bruce Richard talks about this. Everyone really talks about this as, like the wrestling people didn't respect the live sports people, and the live sports people didn't respect the wrestling people. And it was 50-50 on who was doing the staffing, so it was like everyone just fucking hated each other from the beginning.
0: And also, by the way, in this case, you respect the wrestling people because if there's one thing that crew will be good at is we get a television show on live every fucking
1: week. Every fucking week, yeah. And
0: it's not like it's a slick, well-organized NBC television show. We're dealing with literally, um, oh, Vince McMahon... He's making Pat Patterson dress up like a woman, and also we're going to blow up a fucking sports car. Why are you doing that? I, I don't. I, I, I. honestly cannot explain to you why we're doing it, but we are, and I'm very sad.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, like exactly what you said. More than any TV show, and I'm going to say this, any TV show, even like improv shows that have been on TV, wrestling has so much improv in it. Because they just go out there and they're like, all right, here's the end of the match. Stone Cold beats Kane. You guys fill in the other 15 minutes. Yeah, they're literally... There's going to be a commercial being, break at some point. It's also being wired shot on the fly. They're,
0: Kevin Dunn is literally sitting in the truck with a headset going, like, camera one to camera two, two to one, one to four. Four, one, cover this thing. Go to the crowd. Like, they have to be so fucking on it. It's insanity. It's fucking... Yeah. So, the ratings
1: are starting to be real shit. So, to save face... He Vince McMahon goes on Bob Costas, and Bob Costas, he was a wrestling fan. He, they think he's gonna be friendly. I wouldn't say Bob Costas Costas is a wrestling fan. Like
0: Bob Costas.
1: Oh, he was. Yeah, he was in the '80s, but then it got like a bit too white trash for him. Which, in retrospect, I understand. Yeah, Bob. But also, like Bob Costas,
0: also he is the respected old lady of sports media. Like he is. Yeah. He is the Duchess of fucking sports
1: <laughs> because that's what people fucking hated bob costas for because i was paying attention to sports a lot at this time but like a lot of people didn't like bob costas because he had a
0: he wasn't afraid to use his big big vocabulary this is the best thing about the world ever is that sports fans were like uh syllables are only are max out at three bob shut the fuck up yeah is your
1: Do you call yourself Robert? Nope. You call yourself Bob. So shut the fuck up with your big words, yeah. Bobby. If
0: you want to use three syllables, go and cover opera. Give me Bryant Gumpel, who <laughs> seems like he is aging to the point that he is dead from the
1: 90s. Yeah. Give me a guy who yells, football, touchdown.
0: Yeah. Yep. Give me John Madden <laughs> late in his career when for no reason he's just making people watch a sunset. The best, the best moment ever <laughs> in football ever was oh, yeah. John Madden in the middle of contract negotiations this is how much power he had he made the director cut to a sunset and he talked about the sunset for a while
1: of course he did because he would just mumble incoherent things and be like oh I see the ball here it's good to have a touchdown and then and then I'm going to draw a picture of a lake I like. Oh,
0: yeah. Remember Al Michaels in the 70s when I worked for the Oakland Raiders and me and Al Davis invented a new type of cocaine called drinking soap. And uh, <laughs> I really don't know where I am right now. I'm, I had four turduckins. Is John Madden still alive?
1: Uh, I don't know, but I will tell you one of my favorite moments in football history. If you guys don't – once again, a lot of British people listen to this show, so the uh, best way I can describe John Madden was – during the nineteen seventies, he won a Super Bowl coaching the Oakland Raiders, and he was so fat that the team couldn't lift him up. It's
0: the best. <laughs> also, he had
1: <laughs> they just all fell, and his top receiver. There's a lot of his top receiver, Fred Bolitnikoff, one of the best receivers in NFL history. Uh, there's a ton of uh, st- uh, there's a ton of video of him on the sidelines smoking a cigarette, and if they got up by a game too much during like the second or third quarter their quarterback would just start getting drunk on the sidelines
0: oh <laughs> man these 70s oakland raiders are what a team are, i think my favorite sports organization ever yeah. like it's literally just like the amount of different rock stars are like it was the night before the super bowl and i did coke with an oak like i did coke with an nfl team and it's like well yeah. that was clearly the oakland raiders <laughs> like that's
1: yeah and el and Al Davis being like, I drafted him in the first round cuz I looked at his pants. He's got a quite the big fucking cock in there. Yeah, by the and way, Al uh, Davis who un- is
0: the owner of the Oakland Raiders makes Vince McMahon look like a reasonable baby. Um, <laughs> yes he does. Al, Al Davis is the basis for Mr. Burns. That's that's who Al Davis is. Al Davis. Oh yeah. You had to refer to the Oakland Raiders as Raider Nation Commitment to Excellence.
1: Yeah. Very Vince McMahon things, too. He
0: is also one of the very few NFL order uh, owners to consistently sue the NFL. They've had to yeah. change so many rules because that guy would just sue the NFL. Yeah, he's 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 one of those dudes He was oozing
1: personality, but they would never really put him on TV. And honestly, probably the reason that the NFL, as the owners, didn't want to sell to Vince McMahon. Because they're like, we don't need another fucking crazy-ass headline-getting weirdo. Um But let's toddle on with the XFL. Uh, So they go on Bob Costas. Bob Costas absolutely destroys Vince McMahon. He starts yelling at Bob Costas. Um, It just so happens. So it's a two-part interview. And the thing is, a lot of people place the fact that Vince McMahon got mad when Costas is making fun of the XFL. He doesn't break during the XFL. Where he breaks is when Bob Costas, and this part of it is, because whenever wrestling's popular, this always happens, is that... Some toddler will try a wrestling move on another toddler, then that toddler dies.
0: Yeah, and then they blame it on them. Yes. And yeah, yeah. It's not going to so happen he, for a while. He
1: basically was like, do you feel responsible for this? And Vince goes nuts. Fair enough. And uh, also a misstep was, he's like, do you think your product's too racy? Vince says no. And then it was the week that Vince... Made Trish Stratus bark like a dog. Yes,
0: and by the way, to Vince, that's not racy because he's like, "Well, that's how my sec, that's how my son was conceived." <laughs> like you have to understand, look at, like, look at it's Vince. It's my character. Vince, Vince drops the media facade at a certain point and puts his finger in a media personality's face and says, um, uh, "Are you re- like, are you going to let me finish, pal?" And pal was apparently the like, "Blood in the water, you know your fucked." Word. From Vince yeah. McMahon, like he, like, they, yeah. they, a lot of people have talked about Jim Ross and Bruce Pritchard on a podcast discuss watching that together, and they were like, "Oh fuck, he went for it." Really? What's also very interesting is watching because they do a follow up interview the next year, and Vince is re like Bob Costas is trying to sort of like make sure that doesn't happen again, but also kind of does, and Vince, <laughs> like it just yeah. seems like he's just like, ha ha. Not going to kill you, Bob, but when you die, I'll be there to jack off on your grave. Like,
1: Well, it's also like where Vince McMahon is now, the XFL in that interview has stopped, but it's like really you're interviewing a guy in the middle of one of the most stressful moments of his life where it's like constantly on television. This guy's on network television getting the lowest ratings in a prime time slot ever, and you're clowning him on TV. And, like, uh, you're but basically has salt to be this for a weird, solid 30 minutes.
0: It's By the way, it's also the time where the wrestling product is slipping. The The minute Stone Cold Steve Austin turns heel, two million people stop watching wrestling.
1: Yes, we must explain this. The XFL, opening of the XFL, the first game basically coincides. It's in February 20... Uh, 20 no, sorry, 2001. Two months later is WrestleMania when Stone Cold Steve Austin turns heel. And then the invasion follows slowly after that. So basically the... Not only is the XFL failing, but also now Vince is hot-shotting a bunch of angles to get money to basically recoup his losses for the XFL.
0: And this also then affects, Not this affects the payoffs now. for the wrestlers. The wrestlers' yeah. um, money was way yeah, down. Yeah, tell the Austin awesome story. It's a profit share. It's how they were paid. They would be a yeah. downside guarantee with a profit share. The issue is also some of the Invasion guys didn't have that they were getting paid a salary, as well as their profit share is less because... The WWE's profits are less because some of it's being funneled in to pay for the fucking um, disaster that is the XFL. So, Ivory particularly talks about how a lot of people stopped caring, stopped paying attention, stopped bringing things to ideas because they were literally getting paid a qu- like three quarters of what they were being paid four months ago, but the ratings were the same. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and like little stuff like
1: Vince McMahon starts wearing XFL, or sorry, Steve Austin starts wearing XFL gear, just out into the ring because he's like, well, I fucking paid for it anyway, so I'm gonna fucking wear it. By the way, he was wearing
0: um, XFL gear until two thousand and fucking seven.
1: Yeah, he was like ECW One Night Stand. He comes out in a fucking New York or er, like I think it's Chicago Enforcers jersey. Like it's just he. That's the one thing about Steve Austin that is very true: is he dresses like he dresses like your your shitty uncle. Like he's just whatever came in this case of beer, whatever old shirt I have lying around, that's what I wear. Yeah,
0: you don't. Buy, he doesn't buy. Um, he
1: doesn't buy anything. No, everything is free. If you give Stone Cold Steve Austin a T-shirt with your company's website on it, you're gonna have that as free publicity and the fucking today show if he gets off or not
0: if you ever wonder <laughs> why he's always wearing steve austin gear is because that's what he wears like for sure yeah, that guy because he paid for it so it's his now yeah
1: yeah exactly um two of my favorite things about the xfl then we'll talk about what maybe maybe will be better about the xfl in the future um they guarantee going into the uh, cheerleaders' locker room. That's one way they try and swing ratings back. Yeah, and uh, so
0: basically, Dickie tra- Brussel was me actually behind it. To teenagers, you will see tits on Channel Nine. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: gonna see tits on primetime TV. Then a cameraman bumps his head. It starts a dream sequence that ends in Rodney Dangerfield. Like maybe the dumbest fucking thing in TV history. You can't deliver that. Things I've
0: ever heard my entire life is that Rodney like, so and they gave like Rodney Dangerfield was given money for this. Like that's the crazy. there's so many and Vince McMahon and Dick Ebersol. Go ahead, sorry I interrupted you. I'm a bad. Oh sorry, no worries. I'm a bad boy. I'm the he hate me of the podcast.
1: Spank yourself. No, and the craziest thing is. This isn't like a Vince McMahon only thing. Dick Ebersole was like, that's a good idea, we'll get Rodney Dangerfield attached. <laughs> like, that's how fucked they were. With these two old guys just being like, Everyone, if if someone if someone comes over to your house and you think you might get lucky, and then they just show you Rodney Dangerfield and you leave, you're happier than if you got lucky. <laughs> like that's like
0: what? What are you talking about? Well the thing with it is it's like it's Dick Ebersole and Vince McMahon, so it's two guys that just had a lot of success and now have no success, and they're just like well, what we need to do in this time where our old ways weren't working is do them but more so.
1: <laughs> the best One of the best stories I've heard is they fired the sign line reporter and they got Stephanie McMahon to start doing it. And they, uh, they're on TV and Stephanie's like, oh, look at all these great XFL fans. But this is after Stephanie is with Triple H, so everyone behind her is just chanting,
0: slut, 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 slut because remember these and are ever... these are the equivalent of the list okay listeners of the podcast imagine you weren't into wrestling you are into football and who you would be that's who these people are and that they're like i just like when black people put on pads and hit white people
1: <laughs> it's so good jesse ventura starts tries to start a feud with one of the coaches and the coaches is just like i'm not doing this and jesse ventura interviews him he's like Answer me this. Why are you a big fucking pile of shit?
0: Remember, I'm the governor. Now listen to me. 9-11, inside job, confirm, deny. Um, I'm the Confirmed. <laughs> I'm the def- I'm the defense coordinator for the LA Extreme. Makes sense. Dad's name is Cameron Ian Anderson. What does that stand for? <laughs> CIA. Back to you, good old Jr. <laughs> like it's like you understand who the fucking broadcast team for this was was qualified sports announcer, pedophile who hasn't been caught, loon bag from Minnesota, and Stephanie yeah. McMahon. <laughs> yeah, that's let's if all you just don't... be happy that Sonny wasn't in the WWE at this point. Oh man, or she would have been like her job would have been whore. And she just walks out in different types of scantily clad clothes. And how you get the ball is whichever team yells the most offensive thing at her gets to start with the ball.
1: How close do you think Vince was just to cl- to hiring Missy Hyatt, trying to get her to have sex with one of the players, and then the play- and then getting her to tape it?
0: I actually, like, I actually know the story Who's behind that. has got the that? biggest
1: dick in the XFL? The story
0: behind that is Vince McMahon could remember what Missy Hyatt's name was. He just knew her as that woman I find unclean.
1: <laughs> All right, so the uh as the season progresses things are getting real hairy uh they lose their honda sponsorship and vince mcmahon wanted to put a honda civic in the 50 yard line on the halftime show would be that they would just blow it up absolutely
0: (laughs) absolutely
1: so good so good man i love vince mcmahon so much um for entertainment dollar like he's the best he knows what he knows what silly shit people want to see uh they get to the million-dollar game, which is their championship game, and literally I watch the game, and the video package starts, some would have you believe this game is meaningless. <laughs> they keep on constantly refering, referencing how nobody's watching the XFL on well, because, because, because XFL program. But
0: some of the people are making the packages are literally like, remember when we worked for the NFL and people respected us? Now Vince McMahon keeps referring to me as... You Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> he keeps asking to see Polaroids of my wife. I don't have those. Why would I carry that with me? Yeah. Just getting right in people's face. Vincent
0: keeps Man. pointing at his own wife and says, Someone tackle her and make sure she dies.
1: <laughs> but there's like one of the big things too, like they delayed a game went into overtime and they delayed JLo's appearance on Saturday Live. Like overall it's a wash. And uh, it's rated the number three worst TV show of all time in TV Guide. My mother, the car. Number three, number two, number three under Jerry Springer and My Mother the Car. Dylan,
0: it beat 9/11 covered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the XFL was worse than (laughs) 9-11. There there were nine things worse than 9-11 coverage. The XFL was seven (laughs) times worse than the coverage of (laughs) 9-11. So, John,
1: with the new XFL being uh, coming up in 2020, what do you think they're going to do to make it better, or how do you think it's going to all shake down?
0: Well, what they've decided is they are going to do it As if it is. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Family-friendly football, which what the fuck does that mean? Yes. So they're trying to now make it so it's the pretty much exact opposite of the original XFL, which is like, you know, imagine they tackled actual tits that were the size of a building. Now I feel like (laughs) there's going to be a spelling bee to see who gets the ball first and uh between That's very between every touchdown <laughs> the quarterback will remove his helmet and go remember readings important this is my wife who i consensually have sex with and i know her name yeah.
1: do you think they're going to sink a bunch of money and have like dora the explorer be the fucking mascot yeah, for the some dream, teams the, and, like, i hope
0: they bring back the dream sequence thing and also the cheerleaders instead of dancing will just discuss how everything is a choice <laughs> yeah
1: but there's no kneeling during the national anthem Um, again you can't which is great
0: and by the way that's going out the window because they're going to bring in fucking colin kaepernick for sure like vincent McMahon is the lord mayor of like you'll never see that man on my television again what's that get him here we need some of that money
1: i will guarantee that they bring in colin kaepernick he kneels during the national anthem and then like Braun Strowman throws the Titan Tron at him and he dies. And then Donald Trump comes out and wins the game via uncontested nine uncontested touchdown passes. I, like, that's how the first XFL
0: game is going to work. I, the other my other big hope is they just fucking go for it and make this wrestling because it's at a time where they could possibly do that. And I would love it
1: if they made it like the actual video game NFL Blitz. And more so like I don't know if you know what this was, Monster League Sports. It was a Genesis game in like the early nineties where there were two ways to win the game, John. Here is the first way score more points the other team. Give it hockey, baseball, basketball, football, whatever. Or it could kill everyone on the other team, so they didn't have enough players. You know what? That's what I hope it is. I I wouldn't Real fucking landmines, John. (laughs) Real landmines. And you you start out with a touchdown. You get a t- you get points for every player on the other team that you, wives that you fucked.
0: Yeah, remember like, everyone well, we fucked
1: four of their wives. So. The
0: team who loses will have their children chemically castrated. Welcome to the XFL.
1: <laughs> I like the family friendly football. I think that just means like because he talked about that with the original XFL. It's like it's just cheaper. So I think they could do that. Like, they could have it be more family-friendly in that way. As far as making football safer, like, unless it's two-hand touch, you're fucked. Like, it's – the whole point of the game is to get – people get smacked in the fucking head. But it would be sick if they just, like, made it, like, instead of 11 on 11, just make it five on five, make the field smaller, and then they all get tasers.
0: <laughs> Yo,
1: yeah.
0: oh, my God, he's got two tasers. He's going after the referee. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the Iron Sheik coaches both teams in character. <laughs> you mean as himself? The Iron Sheik, I don't think remembers yeah. being a child. I think he thinks he was born on a farm. And Vern Gagne was just like, "You're a man now. <laughs> Protect me. Yeah. Protect me, Cosro." <laughs> <laughs> the idea that the name his name is Cosmo, and yet they still had Cosro. No, it's Cosmo. Look it up. I don't care how you say look it up. It. You. It's how I. You dumpy it. piece of shit. That's you. Are you talking to yourself in the mirror?
1: Not at all. I would never talk to myself in the mirror. Who would do that? You would. would I'm not Tony Robbins. Yeah, you are. Gigantism, and you swear a lot in media. Yeah, I heard that he just. Short- <laughs> you need to get off the fucking couch. Whoa, cool down, chunk. Yeah, it's Cosro. K, H, O, S. R O W. That's not how you actually, pr- His first name is Hussein. not how you not how you pronounce that. Dylan is yeah. Not. It is. Cahosrow, Cahosrow, Cahosrow. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the end of the XFL episode. You guys are fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, I'm sorry. Please <laughs> ta- donate on Patreon.
0: Hey everyone, we've lost our minds because we've talked about the XFL longer than the sentence. Can you believe they brought the XFL back? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Next week we're going to be doing another Patreon exclusive pick. Remember for only 25 B-B-B bones, you can uh pick four wrestlers for us to review uh each year on Patreon and that will be bam bam Bigelow bam yeah. bam Bigelow things He to look- is dead. He is dead. Just like everyone in wrestling. I'm so to sorry for with if the you're bam, bam bam Bigelow
0: episode things to look forward to match that got him signed to the wwf promoted by paul Heyman at studio 54 that was also attended by rick flair so you know that while bam bam bigelow was signing his contract for the wwf rick flair was saying to a waitress that's my dick and she realized that the tray she was holding was his dick <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh yeah and then the story of his uh head tattoos and all that fun stuff so that's next week on the wrestler review we're at wrestler review on twitter and instagram thanks very much for listening guys before we, love we go you. lay just, down on the bed we go, of i just want to add
0: one more tease think about this show you've listened to a few episodes bam bam bigelow was briefly managed by someone whose last name was humperdink you have to listen.
1: <laughs> Thanks very much for listening, guys. We love you. We love you so much. Lay down on a bed. Let us make sweet, sweet love to you yeah. for as long as you want. Lay you down. Lay down on
0: a grassy field like you're an XFL player, and then I'm gonna humperdink you. What's up? Yo 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 mode, yo, yo, yo yo. Beast mode. Beast bye mode. Bye. Beast mode. Beast mode. Dylan's bad. John's good. Give to go to my secret Patreon at Patreon.com backslash cum. That's C U M. And give me money. That's where it is. Please don't do that. It's definitely something scary. All right. Goodbye. you freedom to go places that other leagues have determined to be off limits. So to our worldwide television audience, to fans all over North America, to fans here in Las Vegas, on behalf of the players, we simply say thank you Thank you for the privilege of competing before you here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Access XFL!